female folk singer is dead after she was attacked by a pair of coyotes. What is the monkey doing? Tell me what's going on. He hit your face off! We actually have a trainer in the water with one of our whales. If I show weakness, if I retreat, I may be hurt, I may be killed. Baby Azaria Chamberlain was taken by a dingo back in 1980. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> Look what the cat dragged in. Another episode of Man Eaters. The only true crime podcast on the internet where all the killers are real animals. Hello, welcome back to a new episode. Uh, it's your boy, Papa Bear Jimby, once again recording uh, for the first time in what feels like maybe a month, and uh, I've missed it. I've missed it a lot. I've missed it like a pig misses um, being a pig, because he gets turned into yummy, yummy bacon and eaten. But not if you're a Jew or a Muslim. Isn't that funny? You know, it's interesting. There's so many, you know, there's, there's a whole big conflict in the Middle East, Israel versus Palestine, but, you know, one thing they have in common, they don't eat piggies. I feel like if I was in charge of the whole world, I could, I could, I could, well, cat just ran past me. Not just a cat, my cat, but still, shocking. Uh, anyway, I, I don't even know <laughs> what I'm talking about. This intro is going off the handles. What am I talking about? Oh yeah, uh, man eaters. So we have a great episode for you today. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, but before we do that, let's jump into the grief of the week. The grief of the week, of course, the segment of the show where we air out our grievances, who has wronged us, what has gone wrong in your life lately. And today, for me, it's a little bit of a story today. Um, so good news. Um, I recently purchased a new car and I'm really excited about it because my old car was a bit of a piece of shit and uh, didn't have air conditioning and uh yeah it was time for an upgrade I'm, I'm nearly 30 years old this is the first truly adult feeling car that i've ever had um which is great um however after less than a week of owning it uh, i regret to inform you that some little ragamuffin um broke into my car and stole some objects and now here's where it gets a little messy right and i'm i'm willing to accept some fault, not all fault. Uh, so when I got the car, I was given two key fobs, okay? One which was fully charged and the other one which was out of battery. So I put the out of battery one in the center console and I kind of forgot about it. Now, one thing I didn't know about this car is that it has uh, like keyless entry. So as long as you're holding the key or as long as the key is near the car, you can just open the door. If you press a little button, the door will open for you. Um, and I didn't even, I didn't know that it had that feature, but it does. And so what's happened is I've gone out one morning and the car door is slightly ajar. And uh, yeah, I see uh, my, you know, glove box has been ransacked and everything's lying out. And I notice that the key fob that was in the center console has been taken as well. And I realized that like if maybe this key fob wasn't fully depleted of its charge, and if it wasn't, if it did have a little bit of charge left, it does mean that like, you know, there has just been a key in the car, which means, you know, anyone could open the door at any time, I think, um, which is not great. And I, I, you know, felt very foolish and very silly the day of, I felt really, you know, and I was like, oh, this is all my fault. And my boss, you know, reminded me, uh, it's not your fault because regardless of if the car's open or not, um, you're not supposed to go into other people's cars and take their stuff. And they took my wallet too. That's like the thing, that's the extra cherry on top of the shit Sunday. They took my wallet. Um, and I only found out because they tried to buy a bunch of shit. Um, but here's, here's where the plot sort of thickens. So last night, um, 
I, I did a bit of detective work, and I think I know who this person is. Um, they use my Opal card. So um, for those of you who don't live in New South Wales, or indeed don't live in Australia, um, an Opal card is basically like a, a preloaded card that you can use for public transport in New South Wales for trains and buses and stuff like that. Um, and you can get it to auto refill. But because I had canceled my credit cards, um, it, it was declined. And I got an email saying your auto refill has declined. And I'm like, oh, okay. So someone's been using my, my Opal card. So, but the Opal app lets you sort of track where people have been, like where you've used your card. And so I saw like they've used, like they've caught a bus from a church to a high school nearby, near my house. So my you know, keen detective instincts lead me to believe that this is just some high school student who's, um, who's fucking with the wrong guy, see, because daddy has a gun, no, I don't have a gun, um, I don't even have, uh, the will to live, so, um, <laughs> anyway, that's my grief of the week, someone broke into my car and stole my shit, but it's okay, I got the locks changed, I'm getting a new cards, I'm getting a new wallet, um, in fact, you know, one of those, like, advertisers that go on all the podcasts to sell, like, wallets, I can't remember any of the, like, Ridge, Ridge wallets, they should sponsor me and give me a free one, so, I don't know, if, tag Ridge and wherever you see this, okay, that'll do it, guys, that is it for the Grief of the Week, we are moving on to today's story, so, a little bit of context for today's episode, it's not like anything we've talked about before, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was sort of sitting on the computer, just, you know, ruminating over possible man-eater episodes, and I had an idea. I thought to myself, you know, I'm curious, what animal is the most deadly in each specific state around the United States? Because we're talking about, you know, different states a lot in the bear attacks uh, episode and also the, the, the recent um, Beware the Dog episode as well. Um, and so a lot of these states have already come up. But I was curious, you know, like, what, what animals attack people and kill people the most in each state. So that's what we're going to do. I've, I've done a lot of research and I've managed to pull some interesting information. Now, a little bit of a caveat, right? Um, if you're asking me like, really, what is the most deadly animal in the US in every state? It's pretty much always the same answer. It's almost always a cop-out answer, which is mosquitoes, which is like the lame answer. Um, and also dog attacks, which we do know if you listen to the last three or four episodes, um, you would know that, yeah, dog attacks are a big deal everywhere, but including the US. Um, and that, you know, that's obviously, that's a less interesting list. So for some of the states, those will be the correct answers that I, that I give you. But if the, you know, second or third most deadly animal or group of animals was something more exotic or unique, I, I've got information on that as well. So just, just know, if you hear your state, thank, that's just a truck taking the mental people to the insane asylum. Um, if you, if we get up to your state and you're like, well, hold on there, the most deadly animal in uh, Texas isn't. Uh, the rhinoceros is a dog. Yeah, it probably is a dog, but I found out some interesting shit about the rhinoceros. That is an example that's incorrect. But anyway, it doesn't matter. You're getting too wound up in the details. And honestly, honestly, it's one of your faults. It's one of the reasons you haven't found love yet. You know, you're pushing 40. Time is running out. Your eggs are drying up, Meredith. Anyway, uh, let's jump into our story. I don't have a title for today's episode, so let's just talk about it. It is the most dangerous animals in each state of this here United States. So, so we're going to go through all of these states uh, alphabetically. Of course, there's no other way to do it. I guess we could do it by like, I don't know, population. That doesn't make any sense. We're going uh, alphabetically. Now, the first state alphabetically, of course, is Alabama, a state known for, uh, I can't even say an answer without being mean. 
I was going to say not being educated, but that feels a little mean. I'm sure there's plenty of nice, intelligent people in Alabama. So what is the most deadly animal in Alabama? Uh, this one's a little bit of a, you know, a curveball a little bit. The, the consensus, the data states that the most deadly animals in Alabama are, in quotation marks, other mammals. So here's what that means. The data shows that there have been 56 animal-related deaths in Alabama from 1993 to 2003. It's the 21st highest number in America. And while the data doesn't break down the type of animal attacks by state, it does break down by census district, which lumps Alabama together with Mississippi, Tennessee, and Kentucky. In terms of sheer numbers, the most dangerous animals for these states are classified as other mammals, meaning cows, horses, pigs, raccoons, and other hoofed livestock. So the same animals that you can find hanging out on the farm with Old McDonald are also the most likely ones to fucking kill you, um, especially if you live or work on or near a farm. There are 102 deaths attributed to these other mammals in from 1990 to 2013. Um, there is a little bit of a breakdown from the census in these districts as well. So other mammals obviously killed 102, as we said, but... Other people were also killed by bees and wasps, uh, dog attacks, which we've come to expect, spiders, scorpions, and other bugs, and 12 people died from snake bites. So that's Alabama. We're moving up north now to the frigid, frosty, frozen, fucked wasteland of Alaska. So in Alaska, uh, there's a few animals that can cause death. Uh, you know, uh, a significant amount of pain and misery. Um, and I've found that the most likely culprits are dogs, obviously, um, bears, and moose. Moose, eh? So, um, when you think of deadly animals, you probably don't think of dogs, um, but unfortunately, Alaska has one of the highest rates of dog-related fatalities, especially for young children. Several nonprofits are fighting to change the risks associated with aggressive dogs, hoping to make deaths caused by dogs a thing of the past. Um, unfortunately, that is not going to happen. As long as people are living in close proximity to any kind of animal, accidents will happen. Um, but yeah, there are other animals in Alaska that are more exotic that can cause uh, harm to your body and soul. Um, so a recent study, this is interesting, um, obviously Alaska is the only state in the United States where polar bear attacks are possible. Um, between 1870 and 2014, there were 73 attacks from polar bears, uh, 20, uh, 63 of these left injuries, and 20 of them uh, were fatalities. In a study of bear attacks in Alaska between 2000 and 2017, there were 68 bear attacks that resulted in 66 hospitalizations and 10 human deaths. Of the 66 attacks, they were able to identify that the bear, uh, the, they were able to identify the bear in only 49 of the cases, and 47 of the 49 were grizzly bears, aka brown bears. Of the 10 fatalities, 7 were for grizzly bears, and only 3 were from black bears. Uh, a couple of attacks led to multiple fatalities. When you consider that 13 of the attacks were work-related, i.e. they were rangers or police officers or safety officers or tour guides, um, and another 15 were actively hunting the bears, um, it is less likely, obviously, for an average person to encounter a bear. There's actually only one ever recorded uh, human fatality from a Kodiak bear in Alaska, which was recorded in the last 75 years. Um, yeah. So, obviously, bears are a little bit of a threat, but a much more prolific threat to your life in Alaska is the moose, because it has a high moose population. Um, moose... Mooses or moose? 
I think it's Meese, uh, Moose collide with vehicles on a regular uh, basis and cause property damage and minor injuries. However, between 2000 and 2010, there were 17 moose-related or <laughs> moose-related major incidences, uh, major injuries. The animal's large bodies put them right around the height of an average windshield, which means they uh, at the eye level of the passengers in the vehicle. A recent example comes from a man named Michael Rook of Ch- Chugyak, Alaska. He was driving along a highway in September of 2017 when he hit a moose and his car rolled off the road um the man and the moose's body were recovered on a nearby bike path so there you go alaska 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 sounds like a pirate word (laughs) i don't even know what what's going on in this episode i'm just in a bit of a weird giggly mood okay we're gonna move on to our next state which is arizona uh, Arizona, one of the few states where I actually have met someone from Arizona. I met a lovely man from Arizona a few years back. In Arizona, the animal you are most likely to be killed by are killer bees, which sounds very dramatic. Um, a study counted that 1,610 human deaths relating to animal encounters occurred in Arizona between 2008 and 2015. Of those, 478 were killed by bees, wasps, and hornets. 272 were killed by dogs. The most common fatal animal encounter with uh, 576 deaths involves other mammals, which we explained before includes dogs, ho- uh, sorry, horses, cows, other hooved animals, pigs, raccoons, and other man- mammals. But one of the other dangers is the Africanized honeybee, which is a hybrid animal created by crossbreeding the East African lowland honeybee with various European species of bee. It was initially introduced in Brazil in 1956 in an attempt to improve the production of honey, but with the escape of 26 swarms a year, it later resulted in their spread to other parts of South America and decades later to North America. The killer bee, uh, the Africanized honeybee, has a fearsome reputation due to its highly defensive nature and its quick reactions, reportedly chasing a human for more than 400 meters in some case. The killer bee has killed more than 1,000 people, delivering 10 times more stings than their European counterparts. A swarm of this species can also kill a fully grown horse amongst other animals. These bees are typically guarded, uh, sorry, typically guard the hive in greater numbers and are therefore more likely to migrate and abscond than other species, increasing the likelihood of an encounter. Although Africanized and European honeybees may have the same venom, the former attacks in larger swarms and delivers a lot more stings. The side effects of a sting of an Africanized honeybee uh, includes nausea, vomiting, inflammation of the skin, headaches, and weakness, amongst other ailments. In several cases, victims can also suffer from an increased heart rate, respiratory, uh, respiratory problems, and kidney failure. As well as in Arizona, the Africanized honeybee has also spread to Texas, Nevada, New Mexico, Florida, New Orleans, and many other southern states, uh, with more discoveries being made in other parts of the country on a frequent basis. Yeah. That's count that is one of the animals I don't want to see uh, ever is a fucking Africanized honeybee. All right, we're going on to Arkansas. Uh, I believe that's how that's pronounced. Arkansas. I'm just kidding. I know how it's pronounced. For some reason, it's Arkansas, but I mean, it's an S at the end of that word, not a W. So tell me what's going on in America. 
explain. Uh, in Arkansas, apparently bears, and this surprised me, I didn't know bears were a big deal in Arkansas, but apparently they are. The CDC lists Arkansas as a state where the most common animal-related deaths are caused by large mammals. Deer-related car crashes, common throughout the US, encounters with black bears or run-ins with cougars all prove fatal. The most likely culprit appears to be the black bear, but like most of the animals in the state, it is much happier to avoid humans rather than fight them. One black bear attack happened where a hunter crawled into a small cave without knowing what was inside. The startled bear, whose home he'd entered, bit him on the head, leaving him with non-life-threatening issues. The, uh, <laughs> injuries, not issues. The hunter freely admitted that the accountant was on him, not the bear. Yeah, it's a stand-your-ground state, I'm pretty sure. I can saw the bear should have shot him. Um, okay, moving on to California. Now, when, I should say as well, when I was doing this, I kind of get tried to guess what the animals would be. With very little success, I thought California might have bears because I know there's some national parks there. Uh, but apparently, the most uh, dangerous animal in California in terms of fatalities are rattlesnakes. So, although around 221 people are bitten by venomous snakes annually in California, statistics show that less than half of a percent of bites are actually fatal. This is due to the availability of antivenom. Some of the most common species in California are the sidewinder, Mojave, and Western diamondback rattlesnakes, which or sick names, guys. Awesome. Unfortunately, not everyone gets the anti-venom in time. Paula Halfaker was camping with her friends in Southern California when she was bitten by a green Mojave rattlesnake while walking away from their camp. Knowing she needed help, Halfaker tried to get back to her friends but was weakened by the venom. When they found her, she barely had the strength to say the word snake bite. Although she finally made it to hospital, it was unfortunately too late and she passed away from her injuries and uh, shortly after. Very sad. Uh, moving up to Colorado, uh, which is where South Park is, Colorado. By the way, Colorado, I think, probably one of the states I'd want to visit the most in the U.S. It looks beautiful. Uh, but one of the things I'm not looking forward to seeing when I'm there are cougars. Okay, so, uh, Colorado. Uh, there has been little to no data compiled for Colorado regarding humans being killed by animals. This is surprising, considering how wide of an array of dangerous animals live in Colorado. You could be gored to death by a mountain goat's horns, attacked by a cougar, bitten by a rattlesnake, or catch Rocky Mountain spotted fever from a tick, or be bitten by a venomous spider such as the black widow or the brown recluse. So while cougar attacks aren't extremely common, they are arguably the hardest to get away from from all the state's deadly creatures. In the last hundred years, there have been two reported incidents wherein Colorado cougars killed people. In 1991, Scott Lancaster was attacked and killed when he was out jogging in the hills of Idaho Springs, Colorado, and a 10-year-old Mark Medema was killed in 1997 when he ran ahead of his family on a hike in Rocky Mountain National Park. Yeah, there you go. So I guess I should clarify, cougars are not the most deadly animals, uh, but yeah, like I said, it's boring if it's just always a fucking bee or, or a mosquito or a dog. So yeah, um, okay, Connecticut. Connecticut, I believe, on the East Coast, and it's like one of those um, really wealthy states, I think. I have no idea about a lot of these places. So Connecticut uh, is a relatively safe state to live in in terms of animal attacks. The CDC did not have enough information from the state to include them in their report. However, rabid bobcats have known to be occasionally attacking unsuspecting Connecticut residents, which is crazy to me. Most of the time, bobcats don't act threateningly or aggressively towards humans, but that all changes when they become infected with rabies. Three women in Connecticut were attacked by a bobcat who tested positive to rabies in January of 2017. 
According to the Connecticut Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, rabies is often the cause of bobcat attacks. Moving on to Delaware, and the answer for Delaware is apparently coyotes. Again, similar to Connecticut, the number of animal-related deaths in Delaware is too small to be reported by the CDC. However, there are still some creatures to be feared in this tiny little state. Coyotes, though not native to Delaware, have expanded their range into the state. So far, coyotes have had limited contact with humans, but they are very at home in suburban neighborhoods. This leads to attacks on pets, a lack of fear in human, and possible attacks on small children. They also can carry rabies, which poses a very serious threat to both people and pets. So yeah, no one has been killed, I guess, in Delaware from coyotes, but you know, we, we did cover Jody Mitchell, who was the first human fatality in recorded history of a uh, coyote attack a while ago. Um, and yeah, they, they're not innocent creatures they're not well i mean they're innocent but they're not um completely docile they will attack you and they can kill uh we're going to florida now with florida i assume the answer had to be uh maga republicans shooting you um but it turns out it's not that uh it's it's alligators and mosquitoes so Alligator attacks in Florida represent the majority of alligator-related incidents nationally, which doesn't surprise me because um, that's where all the alligators are. Um, However, they are still exceedingly rare to occur. From 1948 to November of 2021, Florida's Conservation Commission reported 442 unprovoked alligator attacks and 14 fatalities statewide. People should be aware of safety signs in fishing and swimming sites where alligators may reside to stay safe. They've assembled a handy oh, they have assembled a handy guide to cover the realities of alligator attacks in Florida, where they're most likely to occur, and how to be prepared should you encounter one of these creatures. So, yes, I obviously expected alligators to be the biggest killer in Florida. I'm sure you did too. Um, however, they're not. The CDC actually lists non-venomous insects as the deadliest killer. Mosquito-borne illness plagues in Florida uh, plagues Florida in several forms. Diseases such as West Nile, East Equine Encephalitis, and St. Louis Encephalitis have affected and killed both people and animals throughout the state. Even worse, diseases from other countries can spread to Florida through mosquitoes, which are then passed on to humans when they're bitten. These include, oh, ch- what's this? Chikagula fever, dengue fever, malaria, yellow fever, and Rift Valley fever. The best way to prevent mosquito bites and to reduce their ability to breed are by wearing bug spray, using mosquito nets, and eliminating areas with standing water where they might lay their eggs. Okay, let's go to Georgia. I'm, I'm currently doing another watch through of The Walking Dead, so I'm well acquainted with Georgia. That's a very cool state. Um, in Georgia... Venomous snakes such as copperheads, cottonmouths, coral snakes, and timber, pygmy, and eastern diamondback rattlesnakes are the leading cause of animal-related deaths. In 2017, snake bites in Georgia increased by around 40%, according to Georgia Georgia's Poison Control Center, and a huge uptick blamed on a short and mild winter. There you go. Just a little bit of information there for Georgia, but it's snakes. It's Jim Sticky Snakes again. Moving on to Hawaii. Finally. We get a really exotic animal here. I'm going to give you a second to guess. What do you think the most dangerous animal in Hawaii is? It's the tiger shark. Finally, something really interesting. Okay, by the way, there is a very odd answer on this list, and we're going to get... I'm going to laugh when I get up to it because I remember it. Okay, so the tiger shark. Although the CDC didn't have enough information to compile animal-related deaths and statistics for Hawaii, there are dangers in the water that you'll want to avoid. 
Tiger shark attacks have been on the rise, which some researchers attribute to the increased number of participants in water sports and aquatic activities. The highest concentration of tiger sharks can be found off the coast of Maui. More sharks gather there than on any other Hawaiian island. This shallow stretch of ocean shelf on Maui's coast is a perfect home for tiger sharks' prey and a great, pr a great place for sharks to breed and have their pups. Currently, there is no viable solution that could reduce the number of sharks around Maui or prevent swimmers from being attacked or bitten. I have a solution. Don't swim in the water. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. I was surprised to have sharks on the list anywhere. I thought that we might have, like, sharks in, like, uh, New Jersey. Because, like, the New Jersey shark attacks or like, they are prevalent in, I believe, California as well. But, uh, no. Only Hawaii has sharks as their, their uh, most deadly killer. Okay. We'll go to Idaho. Idaho is a state where I know nothing about, I had no idea, I thought maybe it was like some kind of weird native goat could be the answer, but apparently it's bears. According to the CDC report in Idaho, the type of animal most likely to kill you is a large mammal. The most likely culprit in this state is bears, as they are both grizzly and black, bear black bears present. Grizzlies are the more aggressive of the two, but both have been known to attack and kill humans. One local woman can attest to the danger of encountering black bears. In 2017, she attacked. She was attacked on a hiking trail in Priest Lake, Idaho. She had two leashed dogs with her, which might have provoked the bear, as it was later revealed to be protecting cubs. The woman needed 97 stitches, and her ear was almost completely torn off. Ugh, God, yucky. Okay. Illinois. Uh, only thing I know about Illinois is it's where Chicago is, so I had no idea. Uh, but apparently, timber rattlesnakes are a big threat there. The timber rattlesnake can grow up to five feet, but do not be surprised if you find one in Illinois roughly seven feet long. These venomous pit vipers do not prey on humans, but rodents, birds, lizards, and amphibians. However, the timber rattlesnake is dangerous, and if you plan to hike through Illinois' forest trails, especially in southern Illinois. However, they will, not, they will not aggressively act if you do not disturb them. The timber rattlesnake is highly venomous with an extremely potent hemotoxic venom which can kill a human. Therefore, a victim should still consider this rattlesnake's bite dangerous and seek medical attention immediately. Uh, also, when I was researching Illinois, a bunch of stories about like rabid coyote attacks came up, so that also seems to be an issue there. Um, but I think that snakes are probably killing people in higher numbers. Uh, we're going to go to Indiana now. And Indiana is the first of a few um, states on this list where deer are the uh, most dangerous animals. So the CDC lists being bitten or struck by large mammals as the most likely cause of animal-related animal deaths in Il Indiana. Deer are a very common problem. Collisions with deer usually result in the animal's death, but can also result in human fatalities. In 2016 alone, there were 14,000 deer-involved car accidents in the state of Indiana. That's that's huge. That's fucking a lot. That's a bunch a day. Deer are most active around dawn and dusk, times of low visibility when most people are heading to and from work. Officials urge residents to take extra caution on the roads. Yeah, deer in Indiana sound like kangaroo in Australia. They're you know very active around dawn and dusk, and they fucking jump at your car fucking hate kangaroos. No, I like, I like kangaroos, but they are assholes. Okay, Iowa. Only thing I know about Iowa is the Iowa caucus was, is a big deal in your politics. According to the CDC's map, the most likely cause of an animal-related death in Iowa is being attacked by a large mammal. Again, for like the third or fourth time in a row. A deep study done by the CDC revealed that Iowa is one of four states that are home to 16% of all cattle operations in the US and 21% of the nation's cattle. 
Working with the livestock comes with significant risks, and there have been many farm and ranch fatalities over the last few decades. Many of the causes of death are listed as blunt force trauma to either being to either the head or chest, often caused by getting trapped in enclosed spaces with cattle that are known to be aggressive. So yeah, cows. Imagine having cows as your deadliest animal. Pretty boring. But if you're Kansas, you don't have to imagine because it's true for them as well. Cattle are also the most dangerous animal in Kansas. Kansas was included in the deep study done by the CDC, which involved four states that are home to 16% of the nation's cattle operations and 20% of the total herd in the United States. Most of the deaths caused by beef or dairy cattle are listed as blunt force trauma to the head or chest, and most fatalities occur when animals, when people get too close to the cattle. The majority of victims are men over the age of 65. There you go. We're going to go down to Kentucky right now. I have no idea if Kentucky is up or down from Kansas. I'm going to say it's down. It's down. And we're back to some you know, more uh, exotic animals. The black bear is apparently the biggest threat in Kentucky. Uh, the CDC claims that in Kentucky, the animal that is most likely to kill you is some type of a large mammal. There are a few options in Kentucky aside from the poisonous spiders and venomous snakes that also call the state home. Other deaths, although deaths are uncommon, black bears, mountain lions, and deer all pose a threat to humans. However, the first mountain lion sighting since the Civil War took place in 2015, and the cat was shot soon after being spotted. That is a very American thing. That's a very American sentence. I'll just say that. Okay, uh, Louisiana. This is how you do a Louisiana accent. No, it's not. Um, Louisiana is another one of the states where bees, wasps, and hornets play a very uh, big threat. The CDC study lists the animal most likely to kill you in the state of Louisiana as flying, stinging insects. Hornets and wasps are a big concern in Louisiana, in part to in part due to their ability to sting repeatedly without losing their stinger. Bees, on the other hand, die after one sting since their barbed stinger is pulled out of their body. One exterminator got a little bit more than he bargained for in a shed in Patterson, uh, Louisiana. Honeybees usually keep their colonies to under 100 members, but hornet colonies can grow almost endlessly. The nest took up over half the shed, covering the walls, floors, and several objects. Okay, now we're going to Maine, and Maine is a state I do know a little bit about, because uh, I help produce a show from my work called Almost Maine. So yeah, Maine is pretty much in, uh, well, it's near Canada. It's very, it's just, I just think Canada when I think of Maine, and, uh, you know, what's not surprising is that uh, the animal that kills you the most in Maine is the moose. It's the moose. But apparently there is minimal data from Maine on animal-related deaths. However, there are a few dangerous animals running around this rural northern retreat. One of the most dangerous animals is the moose, with its massive size and territorial attitude. These huge herbivores put a high premium on privacy, or privacy as a normal person would say it, and will usually only charge at humans if they're disturbed and see no other option. Yeah, I mean, have you seen the videos um, on YouTube of people getting attacked by moose? They are, f like, moose are, they're like big horses with fucking devil horns they're wild i love moose though they're very cool there was a video on tiktok i came across which was basically just like a, a fucking majestic moose just screaming <laughs> in a lake it was awesome okay we're gonna go to maryland maryland i don't know anything about along with several other states on the eastern seaboard the cdc lists maryland's main animal problem as stinging flying insects although a bee sting usually isn't fatal multiple stings or an allergic reaction can be highly dangerous some high school students in Montgomery County in Maryland found out exactly how dangerous bees can be. After one student kicked a bee, 
God. After one student kicked a beehive, the entire hive came storming out and attacked a group of kids. Several dozen students were stung and three were taken to the hospital. One student summed up the situation very well, saying, They told me to kick it. And I'm like, why would you kick a beehive? That's just so dumb. Yeah. Good point. Why did you kick it then? Let's go to Massachusetts, the state with a very long name. Um, Massachusetts. I, I don't know much about Massachusetts, except it's in like New England, or you call it New England, I think. I don't know. It's where Boston is. And Boston people have like an accent that's not super dissimilar to an Australian accent. You know, you think you're fucking hard. I swear I hear that like three times a day where I live. So the CDC, and again, it's bees. It's bees, not the stinging insects. Um... The CDC lists Massachusetts as a state where stinging flying insects are the most deadly to humans. There are quite a few species of bees and wasps present in Massachusetts, including European honeybees, bald-faced hornets, giant hornets, and two-inch-long cicada killers. Unfortunately for residents, many species call Massachusetts their home and are aggressive, protective of the nests, and potentially dangerous. Let's move along to Michigan. Uh, in Michigan, and this is one of the states where, yeah, it, it truly is dogs. Dogs are definitely the most uh, dangerous animals here. Dog bites and attacks have been on the rise in Michigan, and the CDC report lists dogs as the animal most likely to kill you in the Great Lakes state. One little girl almost become a statistic in 2017. The seven-year-old from Highland Township was attacked by two of her family's seven rescue dogs when she opened their gate and had to be airlifted to hospital in Ann Arbor. Although her injuries were severe, mostly around the head and throat, she did survive. Yeah. I mean, if you listened to the last three episodes, you know it. She nearly was on that list. Um, if you want to hear about more dog attacks, go and listen to the last few episodes of this show. Because, yeah, it was all dog attacks, man. Crazy stuff. Mm. Oh, how good is water? Okay, Minnesota. We're talking about deer again. How many more states do we have? We're in the M's. Are we halfway done? Jesus. Is this going to be another two-parter? No, we'll make it an extra long video because I've missed you. It's been so long. Uh, we are in Minnesota. And I know that in Minnesota, they speak with that accent. It's like uh, where um, Fargo is from, right? Minnesota is where Fargo is. Um, so, like many states with a large population of deer, the animal most likely to kill you in Minnesota is not a carnivore. Vehicle collisions with deer can be deadly, and the deer rank as the top culprit of animal-related deaths. They beat out all other large and potentially deadly animals in the state, which include horses, cattle, bear, wolves, and mountain lions. Moving on down to Mississippi, uh, it is deer again. Uh, so, the CDC lists the large animal most likely to kill you in Mississippi is the deer. However, the number of animal deaths in the state is actually extremely low. There are black bears present in the state, but they don't cross paths with humans very often, and there have never been any reported attacks in Mississippi. Wow. Good job, Mississippi. While technically not the fault of the animals, deer do inadvertently cause quite a few deaths in Michigan. Michigan? Mississippi? What? Have I repeated myself? No. I just wrote that wrong, in Mississippi. Um, according to officials, there are an average of four deaths per year caused by hunters falling out of trees. <laughs> what? People set up their deer hunting stands between 20 and 25 feet up in a tree and accidents are common. That's not on the deer. That's crazy. You can't count those. <laughs> that <laughs> you can't count falling out of a tree. That's not the deer's fault. It's evolution's fault for not giving us wings like I suggested. Let's talk about Missouri... All I know about Missouri is it's where Ozark is set in the Ozarks. And um, the most deadly thing in the Ozark is um, 
Uh, Jason Bateman. No, I'm just kidding. It's snakes. Missouri is the second state listed in the CDC's report as a likely place to die from an attack by a large reptile. Much like Illinois, this seems very unlikely. Almost all reported alligator attacks and deaths came from Florida, and the alligator's habitat range doesn't reach as far north as Missouri. You're much more likely to die from the snake uh, bite from one of their five species of venomous snakes, or from an encounter with a domestic livestock or animal. Let's go to Montana, where you are very likely, well, not very likely, you are most likely to die from a grizzly bear attack. The CDC lists Montana as a state where people are likely to be bitten or struck by large mammals. Bears have a long history of spreading terror in Montana ever since the night that changed everything, the Night of the Grizzlies. On August 12, 1967, two young women were killed at their campsites by two different grizzly bears. Michelle Coons and Julie Higgleston, both 19 years old, were attacked in the early hours of the morning at locations that were just a few miles away from each other. Their companions all escaped, although one young man was mauled in the process. The horrifying night is what officials called a tragedy waiting to happen. For decades, visitors to the park had been feeding bears. This caused them to lose their fear of humans and learn to associate them with food. After the Night of the Grizzlies, major changes were made in the way the public was educated about bears and the way food and trash were stored. We'll do an episode entirely devoted to the Night of the Grizzlies one day in the future, but if you're interested in more bear attacks, we, we do have a couple of series you can listen to. Uh, the Death in Yellowstone is very good. Uh, the list of all deadly bear attacks, bears and bloodshed in North America, and also, uh, you know, if you're going to go all the way back to episode two of the show, um, yeah, the Grizzly Man, of course. Uh, although that didn't happen in Montana. I think that happened somewhere else. Now, if you live in Nebraska, I'm sorry to tell you that you have another boring animal that's going to kill you. It's cows. It's just cows. Nebraska joins Iowa, Kansas, and Missouri as the fourth state in the CDC's deep study into cattle-related death. Since these four states are home to 16% of the nation's cattle operations and 21% of the whole total fur, I've said this several times, bovine brutality is common. The most common, uh, the most deaths are caused by beef or dairy cattle, and they're listed Let's say it together, blunt force trauma to the head or chest, and most fatalities occur when people get into enclosed spaces with the cattle. So don't get into a car with a cow. The majority of victims in this state are men over the age of 65. Now, in Nevada, I had to look this animal up, I didn't know what it was. In Nevada, uh, it's a surprising animal, but you could die from a deer mice, deer mouse. Nevada surprisingly, is a great state to live in if you're worried. <laughs> it sounds kind of like a dig to Nevada there. Surprisingly, Nevada's not a shit place to live in. No, if you were worried about animal-related deaths, it's okay to live there. Although the state is home to black bears, mountain lions, and five species of rattlesnakes, there is no record of animal any of these animals killing humans. Wow. In general, there is relatively little information regarding animal-related deaths in Nevada. However, you should watch out for deer mice. Deer mice can carry hantavirus, which has a fairly high uh, fatality rate in humans and is easily spread by the little rodents. Uh, regular mice do not carry this virus. There have been two hantavirus deaths recorded, one being an Elko firefighter who died in 2011 after a rodent nest fell on him while he was dealing with a chimney fire. Yuck. Gross. 
in New Hampshire, you are going to die from a dog attack. It's just inevitable. Um, there is very little information regarding any type of animal attacks in the state of New Hampshire. However, they do have a surprisingly large number of legislation regarding dog bites and attacks. Their dog bite laws are more favorable to dog bite victims than other states. This extra strict law covers liability for any damage done by a dog, whether it was human injury, damage to property, or an injury to another animal, such as a pet, dog, or cat. You'd have to go back and listen to the dog episode. I can't remember if they were, um, if New Hampshire was a, it sounds familiar. I, I feel like I said New Hampshire a lot when I did that series, so it wouldn't surprise me. Okay, if you go to New Jersey, you are more likely to die from a coyote attack than from Tony Chaparro shooting you with a dick. That's my Tony Soprano, but it sounded more like Elmer Fudd. In New Jersey, uh, they don't have enough information about animal-related deaths to make the CDC's list, but they do have a growing, a growing coyote problem. In late 2017, one woman was walking her small dog when a pack of five coyotes surrounded them. She was terrified, but luckily a car drove past and honked its horn until the coyotes fled. As coyotes have moved east in recent years, the population of coyotes in New Jersey has gone from around 100 to an estimated 3,000. There have been several encounters with aggressive coyotes reported, but one in particular has officials perplexed. While walking his dog, a man was attacked in the woods by an animal he says came out of nowhere. He described it as a large brown canine, but neither he nor the police could pin down whether it was a coyote or a dog. In New Mexico, deer are certainly... You know, one of the least threatening species there. Um, they have rattlesnakes, coral snakes, and scorpions. However, the CDC lists large animals such as deer as being the most likely cause of animal-related death in the state. Deer-related auto accidents have been on the rise in New Mexico, but are oddly out of sync with the rest of the U.S. While the majority of deer accidents in other states occur during autumn, which is mating season, in New Mexico you are more likely to hit a deer in June, when 12% of crashes happen. There were 191 deaths caused by drivers hitting large animals, mostly deers, in 2013 alone, as well as a 9% increase in deer-related accidents from 2015 to 2016. I remember in Breaking Bad... Oh, New Mexico. I've, I've kind of stopped talking about how I know the states, but obviously Bre Breaking Bad made me know New Mexico. And in that show, um, I think there's like a mechanic that says, oh yeah, you hit a deer, but he actually hit a human. Spoilers. Um, in New York, so New York is a very urbanized state, obviously, so you're not going to get attacked by many bears or cougars there. Unfortunately, dogs do kill quite a few people in New York City and New York. The CDC lists dogs as the most dangerous animal in New York. There have been numerous attacks in the state, and a small amount of them have been fatal. Recently, the death of 65-year-old Daisy Bradshaw caused a stir in Staten Island. Two of her daughter's dogs attacked her in her own home. Bradshaw's daughters and the dogs have been living in her basement, and the daughter believes that Bradshaw went into the apartment to turn off a light. In a shocking turn of events, Bradshaw's daughter actually went to court and blamed her mother for her own death, claiming that she had been scared. She'd scared the dogs by coming into their space. I got confused, and I thought that she'd come back from life to life and been sued. Um, no, she pinned the death on her dead mom, which maybe is true, but also is kind of a little fuck to do. Um, we have an animal now, finally, that we haven't talked about on this list before. In North Carolina, the beautiful state of North Carolina, um, there are many culprits that could be uh, the cause of your death in North Carolina, but the CDC has indicated that the most likely cause of animal-related death in the state is contact with venomous anthropods. The scariest North Carolinian anthropod is the fire ant, which has a painful bite that can send people into shock and potentially give them heart attacks, killing them. 
North Carolina is one of the 14 states that is currently suffering from a fire ant infestation, where the chance of being bitten each year by a fire ant is reported to be 30 to 60% a year. Now, we don't have fire ants in Australia. We have bull ants. Um, my parents used to make me call them bully ants because they bully you. Uh, and apparently the sting of a bull ant is uh, nothing compared to a fire ant. So I cannot imagine the intense pain that is caused by one of those animals. Um, let's go to North Dakota now, an animal that has not been on this list before, but we have spoken about in uh, great detail in the past, the bison. North Dakota has minimal data relating to fatalities caused by animals. There are, however, a lot of bison attacks. In mid-2017, a 65-year-old Alaskan hiker was gored in the thigh by a bison in Theodore Roosevelt National Park. When he encountered the huge beast on the trail, he attempted to give it a wide berth. It apparently wasn't wide enough, and the bison charged him and slammed him into the bushes, knocking him out. When he came to, he realized he had a large gash in his leg and managed to slow the loss of blood with one of his socks until other campers heard his cries for help. And if you listen to our Death in uh, Yellowstone series, you know that bison attacks are no laughing matter, and that guy is quite lucky to be alive. Um, in Ohio, I'm just going to skip through this one. Um, also, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to the uh, Ohio people affected by that train derailment uh, from a few weeks ago. Um, dogs are the most dangerous animal in Ohio by far. Um, Oklahoma, we're finally here. This is um, this is the one that really surprised me. And I guarantee you, you will not you will not get this. So of course in Oklahoma, as with most states, it's actually dogs. But one of the animals that pops up on the list of really deadly dangers in Oklahoma, you're not going to guess it. Tigers. This blew me out of the water. So as is with the case with almost every other state in the Midwest, Oklahoma has been designated a large animal state by the CDC report. And like many others, the highest risk comes from road collisions with deers that are potentially fatal. However, Oklahoma also has an interesting habit of not being able to not being able to keep tigers contained. There have been multiple instances over the last few years of tigers and other large exotic species escaping, whether it's during a tornado or due to a faulty fence. So Apparently, tigers uh, can be more dangerous than, or obviously, tigers can be more dangerous than deer. Uh, and if there are enough of them, they can cause a real problem. And surprise, surprise, Tiger King was set in Oklahoma. I did check that out. And from that documentary series, we did learn that, you know, like America, and particularly southern states like Oklahoma, um, they have a really bad, they have a lot of laws, or they have a lack of laws that stop you from owning uh, exotic pets, such as tigers. You know, there are more tigers in captivity in states like Oklahoma than there are in the wild in countries like India. It's a pretty sad, sad fact. We're near the bottom of our list, guys. We only have Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington. There's a lot of states left. What am I talking about? Let's power through. Let's power through them. Um, what what time is it? <laughs> How long have we been going for? A, a while. Wow. Okay. Let's just power through and we'll only stop this interest. You know, in Oregon, it's bees, wasps, and yellow jackets. In Pennsylvania, it's dogs. In Rhode Island, this is the first one on the list, it's spiders. Rhode Island doesn't have enough data for the CDC to crown an animal killer, and it isn't really home to too many dangerous animals. But however, you might encounter a black widow spider. They are in common and there is an antivenom to treat them. Uh, yeah, so Rhode Island, spiders. In South Carolina, you're likely to die from wasps and hornets. In South Dakota, large mammals such as elk, coyotes, badgers, deers, and even porcupines can kill you. But of course, the largest and most dangerous is the American bison. In Tennessee, the most dangerous animal and most likely to kill you is a brown recluse spider. 
In Texas, same as the state we talked about before, um, raft building fire ants. So this is interesting. Texas is one of two states with a venomous anthropod danger, according to the CDC. It is one of the states in the South that is experiencing increasing problems with invasive fire ants whose bite is painful but rarely fatal. They are the most dangerous to individuals who have allergies to their venom, much like the people who are allergic to bees. During Hurricane Harvey, videos showed ant colonies floating on the floodwaters and they caused a bit of a panic for good reason. When a fire ant colony finds something dry, they will climb it, even if it's a terrified person. They develop this technique in the native Amazon rainforest and stick together using their hooked legs and the wax on their bodies. The recommendation for Texan residents and anyone who encounters these floating horrors is to use a deep soap is to use dish soap to break up the wax on the ants' bodies and to drown them, which seems mean. Um, in Utah, you're likely to die from deer. In Vermont, which is where Bernie Sanders is from, I think well, he's from New York, but he, he represents v- Vermont. Uh, moose presents a clear and present danger. In Virginia, it's deer. In Washington, it's bees and wasps. In West Virginia, it's snakes. In Wisconsin, it's mosquitoes. And in Wyoming, ending on a good one, Wyoming, grizzly bears are the most common dangerous animals in Wyoming. There are an estimated 700 grizzly bears that live in Yellowstone National Park. And there you go. We powered through at the end there because we were taking a while. But yeah, that is the list of the most dangerous animals in each state. As I said at the beginning, you know, dogs, dog attacks, mosquitoes, that kind of stuff are the most common in all states, uh, potentially uh, except for Hawaii maybe. But also I couldn't tell you if that's not true. Um, yeah, but th- there were some interesting ones. I, I'm blown away that tigers showed up on this list at all. That is that is crazy to me. Guys, we're going to take a quick break so I can rest my little voice. We might hear some messages. We might just hear a little bit of music. And we'll be back with the rest of our episode. Take it at ya. Alright guys, gals, and my non-binary pals, we are back. I hope you enjoyed all the fascinating tidbits and information that was in that. I did take a little bit to to, to, to compile. Um, So yeah, and and also I guess thank you and sorry that this is a really long episode, but we are going to move along briskly and quickly uh, to our next segment, which of course is the Scratch of the Day. Of course, in the Scratch of the Day segment, we look at news articles about animal attacks that have occurred recently. Um, we do not read these, well, I do not read these stories ahead of time. We learn about stuff together. And our first story is from the New York Post. Uh, let's have a look. So the headline reads, I fought for my life after a dolphin nearly gnawed my foot off. Oh, this is going to be juicy. Okay. Here's what the article says. Oh, and the, um, got to credit, where's the byline? This is by Andrew Court. Forget Jaws, this horrific animal attack is set to send swimmers spiraling about the friendliest creatures in the sea. A British woman was left fighting for her life after being bitten by a dolphin whilst in the waters of Bolivia last month. Claire Bai, 28 years old, was frolicking in a river in Santa Rosa de Yucuma with a group of fellow tourists on January 3rd when a pink river dolphin suddenly sunk its teeth into her right foot. The grey mammal didn't realize it release its grip for a staggering 20 seconds, leaving the traumatized traveler's tootsie particularly, oh, sorry, partially severed and pouring with blood. 
what she said she was British. Um, it wasn't the cute-looking dolphins we're used to seeing, by record, of the animal in an interview with Southwest News Service on Monday. It had a huge beak with mouth or spiky teeth. <laughs> I screamed and screamed, but it just would not let me go, she said, of being bitten by the predator. My skin, my skin was flapping around and I could see me bone. I just kept thinking I'd lose me foot. By, this is an incredibly offensive accent. Um, by... Uh, was quickly pulled from the water and rushed to a nearby hospital where her wound required 23 stitches. But the Brits, the Brits problems uh, were only beginning. Four days later, the swimmer developed a potentially life-threatening infection and had to be airlifted to La Paz, the capital of Bolivia, for further treatment. When we first arrived in the hospital, my heart sunk, I said. It was more like a farmyard than an actual hospital. The people there were very kind and did the best they could to sew up me foot, but they didn't have any drugs. That's how I complain about places when I go on trips too. They didn't have any drugs. After her foot was stitched up, the tourist was taken into another room to recover. There was blood on the floor, and I wasn't sure if it was my blood or someone else's, she harrowingly recalled. Later, when her wound became infected, by required urgent medical treatment from Semes Hospital in La Pez. You just repeated yourself there, mate. After frantic calls to the British Embassy, she was flown to the medical center where she underwent a surgical clean to treat the infection and remove the dead tissue. Uh, after the after the surgery, <laughs> sorry. After the, I'm going to do a nice one for the end of this. After the surgery, I basically had a huge hole in my foot. By stated. I spent two weeks in a hospital in La Paz before I was able to fly home to the United Kingdom. After returning to England, doctors recovered that's <laughs> sorry, doctors discovered that the survivor had another infection in her foot. I had to have a second surgical clean, and that skin flap surgery where the tissue from my groin was transplanted to my foot, she explained. They also had to sew the blood vessels together to keep the blood flowing. It's been really traumatic. Bai is employed as an acoustic consultant, and a, what, an acoustic consultant, and hasn't been able to uh, return to work while her wounds heal. She says she doesn't know whether she will be able to work properly on her right foot ever again. Uh, the, the the photos are pretty horrific. Um, I've only recently been allowed to put pressure on my foot, and I don't know how badly my mobility will be affected once it heals. She said, "I've seen a psychologist to help deal with the trauma. I used to have daily flashbacks of the attack." Bai has also ruled out swimming with dolphins ever again, despite the rarity of attacks and the fact that they're considered one of the friendliest of all sea creatures. I really used to love swimming, and I hope to be able to do it in the future, but I'll never swim with dolphins again, she definitely declared. Well, that's an interesting story. I apologize for being unnecessarily mean with that accent there. I just sort of came out. Um, but yeah, crazy story. Glad she turned out to be okay, but Pink River Dolphin is a, is a new one for this podcast. Okay, interesting. Let's move on. Another New York Post story. Uh, this should be a good one. The headline reads... Just waiting for it to load. Bloodthirsty leopard mauls lawyers inside a courthouse. This will be interesting. I haven't read it yet. I'm going to guess this is in India. Claw and order. That's the byline. That's the um, subtitle here. Multiple people were rushed to a hospital in India. There you go. On Wednesday, after a bloodthirsty leopard went on an attack inside a courthouse. There is video and we will watch that soon. Eyewitnesses at the uh, Ghaz Ghaziabad District Court in Uttar Pradesh State say, say the spotted predator appeared out of nowhere before it began mauling those inside the building. 
Uh, wow, I'm seeing some photos and they're pretty brutal. Several lawyers, a police officer, and a boot polisher were clawed by the creature, according to Jam Press. The leopard was first seen under the stairs in the court building, one witness told local media. Upon seeing the people, the, re- the leopard ran out from there. It pounced on the people and started running. The boot polisher was reportedly to have sustained the most severe injuries with his condition described as serious. Oh, God. Wow. He looks he looks absolutely fucked. He's got cuts on his foot and his head. Um, the wildcat also mauled at least four lawyers, with one ravaged by the beast while trying to fend it off with a shovel and a stick. Now, my obvious question is why does a fucking lawyer have a shovel in a courthouse, but that's, I guess, beside the point. The shocking incident was caught on camera, with the frightening footage showing the leopard with blood around its mouth and snarl as it snarls. Ambulance crews quickly arrived on the scene, as did a 12-person team from the local forest department who were tasked with capturing the creature. The leopard was eventually detained, according to The Independent. Let's see if we can play this video with some sound. Oh, wow. Yep. Alright. Hopefully you can hear this. Oh, this is no, sorry. Is this? No, this is a different video. <laughs> it skipped through a different video. Um, okay. I can't really be bothered finding it again, but you, I will I will put the link in the description as always, and you can go and uh, read this article and, and look at the video if you like as well. So yeah, crazy. Not a place you would expect to be attacked by any kind of cat, um, except maybe a cat burglar in court for burgling cats. Okay, final scratch of the day. Enraged camel. Um, <laughs> enraged camel turns on taunting man, tramples him to death in shocking video. Let's try to watch the video first, and then we'll read. See if you can hear this. It's just loading. Come on, internet. It says, warning, distressing content. Uh, you've been warned. Okay. Is there video? Is there? Is there going to be any audio? It's just wind? Okay, there's no audio really, so I'll just talk you through it. So this man is smacking a camel. Uh, what a piece of shit. He's pulling on its reins, it looks like. He's uh, dragging its head along the ground, and the camel is now <laughs> trampling him. Ah, uh, well. Oh, God. Okay, it's dragging him along the floor. Oh, God. It's actually bitten his hand, and he's flinging him about. This dude's getting fucked up. It's got two floppy um, floppy uh, humps as well, which is kind of turning me on. Okay, um, let's, re- <laughs> let's, let's read the article. Oh, God, he's bleeding a lot. Okay. Footage captured the shocking moment an angry camel fate Oh, he died. Okay. Um Well, can I just say for the record, when I was making fun of this guy, just you know, ages ago when I was making fun of this guy, um, I didn't know that he died. It does change things. So <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Should I go and re-record this? Jesus. No, it's okay. You guys know you guys know me. You know I don't mean any malice. Uh, okay, alright. Um, <laughs> footage captured the shocking moment. An angry camel fatally trampled a man who punched it at a children's camp in Russia. The animal... Oh, it's Russian. The animal did not appreciate such treatment. <laughs> I can't do a Russian accent. Jesus. Local media reported regarding the deadly incident, which occurred last month at the Berioska Recreation Center in Omsk, Siberia. Um, last 
month. Uh, the fiasco occurred after a watchman named Yuri, who was 51 years old, struck the dromedary camel while attempting to move it, causing it to become enraged and attacked, attack him, local media reports. In the disturbing footage, the guard can be seen walking up to the double hump Bactrian camel, which can weigh uh, over 1,100 1, pounds and yanking on its reins. However, the animal, named Vasya, refused to budge, after which Yuri punches him in the face. He then tries to get the camel to move a second time, whereupon Vasya wheels around and grabs the assailant with his teeth, then flings him around like a ragdoll. After getting mauled and trampled for a protracted period, the guard can be seen lying motionless on the now blood-stained snow, while the camel continues to prod at him. The clip concludes with a white car arriving at the grizzly scene, prompting the critter to pause its assault. I don't think we should call it a critter, by the way. It's a massive camel. However, by that point, the watchman had reportedly sustained trauma to his head and body. He was rushed to hospitals, but succumbed to his injuries shortly thereafter. Prior to the attack, the animal had reportedly been described as peaceful and was often around children sans incident. Some sources blamed the watchman for provoking the beast by punching him. The man paid with his life after hitting the animal in the face, local sources told E2W News. Uh, nonetheless, authorities, this is sad, decided to put the camel down to prevent future accidents. Law enforcement is investigating whether the animal was held legally on the camp property or not. A similar incident occurred last March. Two men were killed by a rampaging camel that escaped a petting zoo in Tennessee. Well, there you go. That's interesting. Maybe we'll read that as part of our uh, Scratch of the Day next week. Okay, three very interesting stories there. A camel, a leopard, and a uh, pink-nosed dolphin, I think it was. A pink river dolphin. That's a really good Scratch of the Day segment. That might be one of the best we've ever had. Okay, we're going to move on now, and we're going to talk about one of my favorite segments of the day. We're talking about Beastly Biography. biography oh and if you haven't been here for a while beastly biography is basically a segment where we look at an animal an apex predator usually um that we don't often get a chance to talk about on this show because it doesn't necessarily kill people a lot or because it rarely does and so today we're talking about a really unique and interesting animal we're talking about the philippine eagle so the Philippine eagle, also known as the monkey-eating eagle or the great Philippine eagle, is a critically endangered species of eagle of the family Actripidae, which is endemic to forests in the Philippines. It has brown and white colored plumage, a shaggy crest, and generally measures between 60, uh, 86 to 102 centimeters in length and weighs nearly 8 kilograms. The Philippine eagle is considered the largest of the extant eagles in the world in terms of length and wing surface area, with only Stella's sea eagle and the harpy eagle being larger in terms of weight and bulk. It has been declared the national bird of the Philippines. The most significant threat to the species is loss of habitat, a result of high levels of deforestation throughout most of its range. Killing a Philippine eagle is punishable under the Philippine law by up to 12 years of prison and heavy fines. So I really highly encourage you to Google the Philippine eagle because they're beautiful. They are beautiful animals. I've never seen an eagle like this before. It looks like a prehistoric um, like dinosaur kind of. Yeah, It's, it's a really pretty thing. Um, it's sad that they're critically endangered. So their population size is dwindling, guys. It's 250 to 600. That's not 250,000 to 600,000, it's 250 to 600 individuals. So these animals, unless something is done, will likely go extinct within our lifetimes. Speaking of lifetimes, they can live between 30 to 60 years, which is quite a long 
Time for an animal. Um, they, like I said, can grow between 86 to 102 centimeters. They can weigh between 4 and 8 kilograms. Their wingspan is between 184 and 220 centimeters. The top speed while flying is 100 kilometers per hour. And of course, their location where they live is the Philippines. So here's their diet. Philippine eagles are carnivores. Their diet includes monkeys, birds, flying foxes, giant cloud rats, Asian palm civets, flying squirrels, tree squirrels, fruit bats, reptiles such as large snakes and lizards, and even other birds of prey. They will also feed on flying lemurs in some locations and have been reported to capture even young pigs and small dogs. Their man-eater status, this is where we talk about what their threat is to human life, and I've put it as extremely low. Um, there's never been a case of a uh, Philippine eagle killing anyone. It's potential that they've attacked them, and I would say that they're, you know, quite low. They do kill monkeys, which is pretty close to a person if we were tiny and cute and had tails. Here are some interesting facts about the Philippine eagle. So it is among the rarest and most powerful birds in the world. The Philippine eagle has been declared the Philippine national bird. This eagle, because of its size and rarity, is also a highly desired bird for bird watchers. Killing a Philippine eagle is punishable under Philippine law by up to 12 years in prison and heavy fines. Upon its scientific discovery, the Philippine eagle was first called the monkey-eating eagle because of reports from natives of Bonga, Samar, where the species was first discovered, that it preyed exclusively on monkeys. From these reports, the bird gained its generic name from the Greek uh, Pythias, ape or monkey, and Phagus, eater of. Apart from the Philippine eagle and monkey-eating eagle, the bird has also been called the Great Philippine Eagle. It has numerous names in the in the main Philippine language, including Aga, which means eagle, Harbion, which means ha, uh, ha, from herring ebon, which means king bird, and Bangkok, which means kite. Around ten, uh, eight to ten days before the egg laying, a female Philippine eagle does not eat, drink lots of water, and holds her wings droopingly. And finally, the Philippine eagle is the only blue-eyed bird of prey in the world. These hunters have a very sharp vi vision uh, that is eight times better than most that of humans. Wow, I'm, I can't speak today. We need to wrap this episode up because my mouth is hurting. But before we do... Um, Let's get into some man-eaters trivia. So, I kind of dropped the ball with the man-eaters trivia, to be honest, guys. I haven't recorded for a while. I can't even remember the last question I asked you. So, we're going to start from scratch, okay? New question. I've come up with it today. Um, and it should be a pretty easy one for you if you know your snakes, okay? Simple question. What is the most venomous snake in the world? Okay? Your options are A, the inland taipan. B, the coastal taipan. C, the king cobra. Or, B, or D, the banded crate. A, inland taipan. B, coastal taipan. C, king cobra. Or D, banded brate. We will have that answer for you next week, but if you would like to vote on that answer or try to answer that in our quiz, you can head over to our Instagram uh, and you can, uh, yeah, yeah, vote on it and do all kinds of stuff. I've been using Instagram quite a lot, asking you guys questions on what content you would like. So if you want to have a voice in the show, you can do that. Of course, if you'd like to have a really extra big voice in the show, you can join our Patreon. Um, that is a great way for you to join our little community. It also supports me. Uh, this is a research-intensive, heavy show. It takes hours to do. I can't just sit here and make bad movie takes like everyone else on TikTok, okay? Um, but I can do this, and I like doing this, so if you want to support me, uh, you can go there. Uh, make sure you follow us on all the social medias. Make sure if you have a question, or you would like to submit a suggestion for an episode, or a man in a movie, or a killer cryptid episode we can do, you can do that at our email, or on any of our social medias. Do all the bullshit. You can do it. I love you. Um, do I have anything to plug? Um... 
No, I, you know what I'll plug? Uh, play the board game Wingspan. Particularly since we just talked about a bird for a while. Um, Wingspan, fantastic game. Uh, I played it last night with my girlfriend and we've loved it for years. But yeah, I just kind of forgot how great that game was. If you like animals, you'll like it too. Play Wingspan. Okay, everybody, that is going to do it for this episode. We will see you next week with a new episode. I'm not sure what it'll be. I do know that at some point in the next week, I'm going to be watching Cocaine Bear. And I'm damn keen to talk about it on another episode of Man in Movies. But I don't know if that'll be next week or the week after. But hey, this was episode 47, by the way. We're getting close to 50 we should do something um we should do something you know to celebrate 50 episodes you know we should pierce our nipples or something i i I really don't know guys have a fantastic week look after yourselves and please look after yourselves and stay safe because we've learned as always it's a jungle